welcome to this week's episode of French Fries and Faith. I am your host, Abby Tucker, and I'm so excited that you are here today and you're listening and you're my friend. Um, welcome. I am super jazzed about this week's episode. I had been thinking about it for a while, and honestly, it it was funny. I was talking with one of my friends. Uh, I was on a double date, and, like, one of my friends was like, Jesus, is this, like, on one of your podcasts? I said, no, but it will be soon, because I've already been thinking about it. And so, I am super excited to sit down and make this episode with you. Um, I hope that whatever you're doing, whether you're cleaning your house or driving in your car or sitting in your room or whatever you're doing, that you just have a great day. Um, and that I'm super happy to get a part, be a part of your day. So, it's a win-win situation. Um... Today, we're going to be talking about relationships and, like, developing relationships. It probably is going to be a shorter episode today, um, just because I genuinely, unless, like, one comes to my mind, I don't necessarily have a conference talk um, to um, add with this specific podcast, which I usually go on a good solid five-minute rant about a specific conference talk that I want to add. And so, since there will be no conference talk rant today, we will just see where this takes us. Um, so today I want to talk about relationships and the fact of like developing relationships and specifically with, um, dating relationships. I know that some of you may be single, some of you may be married, some of you may be divorced, whatever your relationship status might be. I genuinely think this is still for you. So stay, it's going to be good. Um, story time. Now, okay, here we go. So I was on a date um, with one of my good friends, and him and I have really, like, interesting conversations because we usually go pretty doctrine-y, pretty Jesus conversations, pretty easy. It flows really – it's not, like, something, like, abnormal or weird, but that's just a – that's a general uh, highway – pipeline of like where our conversations go when we're together and we were talking and he asked me and he said Abby how do you like how how do you I don't remember what to like text me and ask me say like that's not even what I said but from what I remember like he asked me along the lines of like how do you gain like emotional like intimacy like with someone not emotional intimacy maybe he said spiritual intimacy I don't remember but, like, it was something along those lines, relational relational or spiritual intimacy, and I genuinely think that they go hand in hand. And um, when I was talking to him, um, I said, well, like, in the, fa- in the terms of dating, I, and I looked at him and I was like, I'm going to say something that probably doesn't make you super happy, but I'm going to say it anyways. And don't people love it when I say that to them? No, they usually make a face, and he made the face that people usually make when I say that. And I said, honestly, like, with dating that I've found, and it took me probably a year of dating after, like, my, like, after I, a year of dating after I decided to date after my divorce, which it took me probably close to, like, six months to even, like, start dating after my divorce was finalized. Um, And so then it took me another year, and then after this year, I came to this conclusion, This conclusion, I would like, this is also dating according to Abby, so, like, don't take it as, like, fact and figure, but take it as what you, take it as just my own personal opinion. 
But that is like that with dating. It doesn't matter if a guy is 23 or 32 that maturity wise for the most part like I'm gonna give a homeboy some credit where credit is due but for the most part maturity level like they're all about the same and he made a face like what like that's you're joking and I I genuinely think that like in the long term like guys like their maturity like they mature differently at different levels like as women and that's awesome and that's amazing but I genuinely think that um that maturity wise like all guys are the same if they haven't been married there's my caveat for you um if they haven't been married maturity wise they're all about the same and um like if you compare like a married 27 year old to a single 27 year old they're quite different personality maturity level wise and I think that's because one is married um and uh, when I was talking to this friend about it I was saying how I think that the fact is is that you have to be building a relationship with someone and you have to be building a relationship with God like in growing with that person and I, I that's why I think that spiritual development and like in an emotional uh, like intimacy and spiritual intimacy grow hand in hand in a relationship because I I personally believe that like to have a healthy relationship with your spouse that you have to be growing together spiritually like you have to be doing the things that you need to be doing spiritually you need to be reading your scriptures together going going to the temple together um listening to like good podcasts about like church doctrine together praying together setting goals together all these things like you need to be doing together and that's like how the growth happens like and how the true intimacy emotionally and spiritually happens is because when you are setting goals especially setting goals with god then you're growing to be like god and that's obviously what we're here to do so you feel momentum and excitement and joy and progression and all these amazing emotions because god gives us lots of emotions but you get to feel all these amazing emotions and grow together but my friend was like hey well we're single like how do how do how do I like grow? I don't even know if he asked this. Maybe I'm making this up, (laughs) this part of the conversation. But like along the lines of it's like, okay, well, like as a single man, like how, or single woman, how do you grow so that like when you do find your spouse that like you are at the place in life that emotionally so you don't get that dumb phrase it's like oh well it's not just not a good time for me right now it's like I literally hate that phrase because it is a good it is a good time for the Lord because if it's a good time for the Lord and the Lord brought that person in your life then you got to put away your own insecurities and your own doubts and your own fears and like look at this gift that God gave you which is this person and accept them and love them and grow with them but if that's not the right person at the right time that's awesome but don't give excuses give reasons so that that person can continue to grow themselves and that you can continue to grow and you can grow keep going and growing and find your person which is what god wants us to do and wants us to become is not only find our person but become the person who we desire to be in christ and so continuous growing and going i love that phrase going and growing in christ through christ helps us to become that person whether we're in a marriage or whether we're not in a marriage it helps us to become that person that we need to be for god and that god needs us to be for him and i i just think that as so if you're single one one thing that i think that you could be setting as a pillar 
of your singleness, like literally like single, I single to the glory of God. If you want to find your person that you want God to give you, you need to be doing everything God needs you to be doing in your life. And that sounds like the biggest big gulp that circle case sells. Like that sounds like something impossible and something unattainable, but it truly is super easy because God doesn't expect everything from us. He just expects all of our heart. And he just expects all of our heart to be given to him so that he can mold and shape into exactly what he needs us to be. And when we give him our heart, then our strength grows, our mind grows, our ability grows, our desire grows, our testimonies grow. Literally, it's the most beautiful thing. So as you're single and he's when as we're growing and going and wanting to find that person to be an eternal best friend with, if you are building that relationship with the Lord and you are growing that commitment with him, then when you do find that person, it'll be super easy to grow with them and grow a commitment with them and commit yourself to them so you you can like you don't have commitment issues if you commit yourself to the Lord, I think. I think that that's really hard in our society is that like us as society, especially us as YSAs, I'm assuming, I don't honestly know what the age demographic on my podcast is, but I'm going to say a lot of it's YSAs. And I'm going to say like as YSAs, we're very non-committal because that's what society, like fashion is fast, food trends are quick, hair is changing constantly, makeup changes, what sneakers are in changes, like everything changes, but one thing that like needs to not change is your commitment to the Lord. Because if you can commit yourself to the Lord, then when the Lord brings you the gift of your eternal best friend into your life, then you can commit yourself also to them. And then if you're married and you want to like grow that commitment with them is like do those more intimate things spiritually with them like go to the temple set like go to the temple by yourself that's amazing like god needs to talk to just you but also like god wants you to grow that emotional and spiritual intimacy together go to the temple together go do ceilings um read your come follow me or whatever scriptures you two as a couple and as a family have chosen to read read them separately but then come together and read them together and bring those bricks of goodness and like light that you found in your scripture studies and bring them together so that those little bricks of goodness and joy of the scriptures, you can build a house and you can build a foundation where it's a firm foundation to stand and build a beautiful marriage. And I just think that like, as we as individuals fully commit ourselves to the Lord, then we can fully commit ourselves to those in our lives as well, because we've practiced, we've practiced with the Lord and practice makes perfect. And then God, and God gives us a lot of practice in our life. If that, if you think about it, like even since we were little in primary and in Sunday school, we usually, now it's a little bit different with come follow me because it's, but it's still this, we study three books, but it's still the same three books over and over again. It's nothing new. It's nothing different. First Nephi is, is the same verse. It's the same first verse. It's the same first chapter. Every time you read the book of Mormon, God doesn't expect us to read a hundred different books. He expects us to read one and he expects us to love it and to memorize it and to maybe not memorize it, but memorize the feeling of faith and the feeling of love that you get when reading it. God expects us to practice because practice makes perfect. And I know that when we practice building a healthy relationship with the Savior, then we can build healthy relationships in our life. And uh, sometimes it's hard balancing. I know 
um, earthbound relationships with heavenbound relationships. But I know that when you go to God, that's like my biggest thing is I'm like, I feel like I don't have time for everything. But I know that when I go to Christ once again and give him my heart, then he makes my heart grow and he makes my time grow and he gives me everything that I need. And I think that's like one of my favorite, also caveat, one of my favorite, um, episodes of the chosen hashtag chosen season three is coming out. Who's going to the theaters to see it? I am. Um, is that when Mary leaves and she comes back, they bring her back and she goes into the, into Jesus's tent and, um, she says something along the lines of like, I messed up and the man who plays Christ says something along the lines of, it wasn't mo- much of a, it wasn't much of like a salvation or it wasn't much of a redemption if you could just throw it away once. He's like, I expect to save you over and over again, but all I need is your heart. And that's why I love, I love that line and I love I love that concept of God knows that we're human and he knows we're going to mess up and we're going to, he knows we're going to mistake, make mistakes. But when we give him our heart and we give him our commitment, then our strength to commit ourselves to the church and commit ourselves to callings and commit ourselves to our spouses and all of these things can grow. But we have to practice with him because he's perfect at it. And he's going to teach us how to be perfect in all of our relationships, whether that's with our mothers, with our fathers, with our siblings, with our friends, whatever. Christ had all those relationships in his life and he teaches us how to build those and how to make them better. And so I know that when you um, work on that relationship with the Savior, he'll teach you and, and he'll bless you with all of your relationships in your life. And I'm super jazzed. I don't know. Let's see how long. I don't think. Oh, that wasn't that long. Um, But I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you find a way to build a relationship. Pick one relationship in your life. Build it better. But um, the number one relationship I hope you build better today is with your Savior. And I just hope that your day is just so good. And that's what I got for you. I will talk to you next week. And happy almost Thanksgiving.